Why the aggression, huh? Is it your time of the month? I don't get my period, dipshit. I don't have a uterus. Or ovaries. Yeah, that's what happens when the Red Room gives you an involuntary hysterectomy. They kind of just go in and they rip out all of your reproductive organs. They just get right in there and they chop them all away. Everything okay, out. Okay, okay, so you can't okay. Okay, you don't have to get so clinical and nasty. Oh, well, I was about to talk about fallopian tubes, but okay. You want to make her feel better? You want to tell her you're sorry? Well, you should have thought of that before you blew her face off. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another sweet, sweet episode of Citizen Frame, the spoiler-filled and harsh-language podcasts that breaks all rules and boundaries of... Good taste. Professionalism, <laughs> good taste. Everything. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. There you go. My co-host just said it perfectly. Hey, everybody. Uh, you might recognize the voices. I'm joined today with... Uh, Chris and Colin, what's up, guys? What's going yep. on? All good. This is actually the podcast of the three C's right now. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Don't know what that means, but okay. No, we're just. We'll it. it means we're going to ditch Nula. We're going to ditch Trevor. We're going to rebrand just the three C's podcast. <laughs> this is it now. <laughs> wow. We just yeah. took us over. Yep. Wow. I'm the new host. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Wow. Um, oh, okay. shit. Go ahead, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Three C's podcast. I'm your host, Colin. Welcome to another sweet, sweet podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I oh, didn't want to applaud you and your creativity or fucking just get you off this podcast for being insulting. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was amazing. That was so good. That was good. I gotta get he's on he's on his game. I'll give him that one. This is Black Widow. Um very anticipated Marvel film that was delayed by a year for obvious reasons. We're going to talk about it a little bit here, but in doing so, we will dissect it. Pull it apart. Yeah. Just, you know, just go watch the film and certainly put us on pause. There you go. Put us on pause and go watch the film and come back. Or listen to us and decide, I don't want to watch that movie. Or, that movie sounds okay. David Harbour, Rachel Weinz has two kids and they raised them in uh, 1995 Ohio. They're being chased by the police. They have to go. They have a disc. Okay, they, they fly to Cuba. They get away in the last minute. And their way, Winston kind of betrays them both by taking the kids away and the parents away, separating them. That disc, does that have any relevance to us? Yes. Has that been in a Marvel? Uh, no idea if it's in the comics, but it does play later into the movie. I fucking missed that part. You've watched wow. it three times. Okay. Are you kidding me? I know. I, I, it's a, I, I it's know, a big I know, part no. near the end of the movie. <laughs> okay, we'll get there. Oh, Jesus. People are like, this guy's the fucking host? Um, this is why you've been replaced, Karen. I'm, no, seriously, I know, guys, I know. Karen's out of the picture. Chris, what did you think of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I agree. Let's do the, let's just do, let's just do the three C's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the younger sister of Black Widow, uh, Yelena, and she goes, play my favorite song, Dad, Dad, and he puts on American Pie. Pie, yeah. Which American Pie is, a, yeah, it's an American song, but it's a very depressing song. Yeah. Um, what the song's actually about. And as they're listening to American Pie and they're driving, you see Black Widow, Natasha, looking out the window, younger Natasha, looking out the window, seeing the American flag and all this. Did I miss something why they did that? 
was it to show that America wasn't the country she thought it was? Or was it... There's got to be a meaning to why American Pie was played. I think it's... I think, for me, it's that when you meet them, they don't really explain what's going on. And you kind of see them as, like, you know, the two kids playing... Um, you know, you see uh, Rachel Weiss uh, as the 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 perfect American mother, and you know the husband comes in, and it's it's like the perfect American family, and then you kind of realize right, well, something's going on here. Things aren't what you think, so it's almost like when you're seeing them driving away, and um, with the music on the background, it's almost like they're you know they're leaving that perfect American, you know family life behind and that's not who they really are um but there is that depressing element to it as well yeah i I mean i think you and i on the same page i understand they're trying to do the american dream and there's this young little you know the youngest one of the group playing my favorite song it's already in the cassette player it just didn't it never came back and i thought there was some relevance to american pie being you know, I you're right. It's the American dream, and now they're being chased, and you know, and they're during a, a pretty uh, point of song in in American culture, American Pie. Mm-hmm. But it just it never came back, and never was mentioned again. So I was always confused about why that never never played again. Well, it was mentioned again because uh-huh. they did play it. Li- well, he sang it later in the movie. When? What the fuck? Oh my god! How? Like seriously? How oh, have you seen wow. this three times and missed? I'm not kidding. It was huge. Yeah. It was um, huge. It was almost to make her feel that he lo- that was a good time of his life and he loved him and he, he was their father because he ended up singing that. Back. Oh, in the bedroom. Yeah. In the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I actually will talk about that scene. Uh it's, and then, it's probably it's probably the scene where I wanted to walk away from the film. Possibly. But the other thing as well is, um what's the what's the younger sister as well? Yeah, uh, no, it's Alina. Alina. Alina, Nata- Natasha, Melina, and Alexia are the mother, well, supposedly mother, mother and father. Okay, cool. Well, Yelena, sister, yeah? Yes. Cool. Right, so she's... She's the best thing about this movie. Sorry. Yeah, she's, she's pretty good, but she's also... I will say this for... She's got a fucking spot on. Spot of, she has the best accent, and she's from Canada, I think, or something. I think she's actually English. Even, either either yeah. way, yeah. either way, she's it's not, not, it's not a native speaker. Yeah, um, she's. I thought she was brilliant in this, but she she actually steals the film. But as a character, she's quite a quite a depressive. She's almost got a suicide wish, and the song yes. kind of ties in of you know this will be the day that I die. Yeah, maybe that's the loop. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. See, that's what I was looking for. I understand they might have reference to it, but I was curious. Yeah, okay. Well. That actually makes sense because the character is very depressed. Yeah. Yeah. And she plays it to an absolute T throughout the film, in my opinion. And again, I think you said it there, Karen. I think she steals the show in this film. I think she's the best thing about it. However, yes. doesn't take much. <laughs> Florence 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 Pugh plays her and she's an up and coming. She made a she did a film called Midsummer, which is a shit film. But but uh, kudos to her, and we'll, we'll we'll go a little further. And she probably, obviously, clearly, will be taking over the the uh, the reins of Black Widow, which we'll get to. All right. So yeah. So 
they um the parents um Alexia and Melina are separated from the kids and the kids are taken off uh to boarding school. <laughs> and in Russia that means wow, you're in trouble. Yeah. That's... And Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Yes. And we'll meet um uh, the parents again about halfway through the film. We have not aged the day. <laughs> we're but we are we are introduced to Way Winstone and he plays a character called Drakoff. Worst villain. Ever. No, no, no. Next to Next to the other bad Russian and Iron Man. I actually prefer him to this guy. Yeah. I preferred Mickey Rourke over this one. Mickey Rourke had purpose. Mickey Rourke had he was almost like a nemesis where he felt betrayed. Well, this guy's just... This guy doesn't... He's, yeah. He, he's a gangster. He's a gangster. Yeah. He, Don't get me plays. wrong. Ray Winston plays the role that suits him well. Um, Like, he does play that gangster well, but he just it's just wrong to have him in this movie. And he does not bring anything to the role for me. It's terrible. It's a terrible choice. Um, But it perfectly sums up this movie. It's just, yeah, that'll do. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's not only that, Colin. It's it's not only that'll do. It's like regurgitating a lot of stuff that's already been done, and that for me, really, I think it was. And I'm gonna just say, I know I'm getting a wee bit ahead of myself, but the start of this movie, um, I honestly thought was brilliant. I really liked it. Uh, from where we're gonna go to next for probably around 10, 15 minutes, I actually got a real good vibe off it. Yep. And then I kind of reverted back to the normal Marvel template, which is plenty of comedy, throw in a couple of Easter eggs that people will kind of get, you know, the diehard fans will get, yeah. the comic book fans will get, throw in our iffy plot um, and just throw in lots of just over-the-top action. Um, and, and that's tied in a bow and we're good to go which was so disappointing because to me at the start of this movie and from where we've got to the cairn has has went through already to the next i'd say 20 minutes i was getting the vibe that i thought they could have done which was a real like assassin spy vibe it almost and don't laugh but it almost gave me kind of the action scenes that are coming up between the two sisters give me a kind of a, a born ultimatum. You know, the born films, that kind yeah, of a vibe yeah. to it. And I was like, holy shit, this is really good. They're not going over the top. They're not just packing it with big explosions and crazy shit. They're actually giving it more of a, a real life vibe, which suited the character because you got to remember that she hasn't got superpowers. Yeah. She is just a normal human. And that to me suited her character, and I and and she's she's a spy, and I was like, holy shit, they've nailed this. At the start, I was like, they've got this. They've ne- absolutely nailed this. This is going to be really good, and then it just reverted back, and it was. I think that's what disappointed me the most. Don't get me wrong. Still, I'm like I was still enjoying the film for just the normal standard Marvel as you would with an Iron Man film or, you know, a Captain America film or whatever. But it could have been amazing. It could have been. Yeah. It could have been so far from Marvel that it was like, holy shit, they have, they have a lot of cards up their sleeve here. 
like they've really went left field with this one and it's brilliant but it seems to me that you know they've just kind of reverted back to the old template plus then with the likes of loki in the background coming out um wandavision um were to me unbelievable and that kind of did what i wanted this to do and show another hand and show another way of going and yeah it could have been disappointed fucking disappointed yeah it could have been a like guardians of galaxy moment where it was taking a really big risk and doing something different that worked a million percent and i'm I'm 100 percent with you the tv series have done way more than black widow has Black- that's not fair though that's what? not fair you All gotta right. realize they've got two hours to tell a story and it's not what the, 10, it's, they've got 10 hours to tell a story no it's yeah so but it's not what they're and, telling kieran it's what it's it's but, what direction they're going i'm like, actually uh, listen guys i'm gonna stick up for this a little bit and we'll both we all agree way winstone why not get a fucking terrible. character actor we all know always plays a russian bad guy who's actually fucking russian or at least can convincingly do it. They Dolph yeah, Lundgren bring Dungle, could have Dolph done Lundgren, it. Yeah. Or or just or how about just go for how about just go for an unknown Russian actor? Like, but here's like, the problem: I can't blame Winstone because I I do believe that the character is boring. So I don't think whatever yeah, action you brought to it. So the the villain right there is obsolete. But. Okay, so it's 21 years later after they get separated, right? And now we're after Civil War. So she's a fugitive. William Hurt, uh, Secretary uh, Ross, they're all being hunted down. You know, we all know what happens in Civil War. The ugliness of Dreykov, Winston's character, and what he does to these women. There's a great scene where we're introduced to um, uh, Yelena. She's now 20, 20, 29 or whatever she is now. And she has to, she's she's going after one of her uh, her compadres, one of her fellow assassins she was raised with, and she guts her, and you can see her gutting her, and she's bleeding out, and then you find out this red mist that the the girl had in her hand, it it's an anti serum where it, where you, if you're hypnotized or you're under some kind of sedation, it gets you out of it. But I think it's a darker take on the usual Marvel story. Yeah, but again, there's so many glimpses of brilliant darkness in this movie. Like, they're talking about, you know, full-on hysterectomies in, in young women and everything like this and a child abduction. And then they're just like, ha, 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 Russian man is fat, gets in a suit. You're like, come yeah, on. I, and, and, that's, and that's my point. I'm getting pissed because I want to like this film. And you're spot on, Colin, what you just said. When they, when they rescue the father or adopt a father and... She, they all make a joke about how her whole insides have been ripped out, blah, blah, blah. And they're all laughing. I'm like, that's not funny. That's yeah. disgusting. Really creepy shit. Yeah, but it's, I think... But they, could I have, think they could have made it darker. They could have. Well, we're getting into now, like, th- this bit to me is the best part of the film in regards of you're still not... Yes, you've seen a wee bit of uh, David Harbour's character has uh, a superpower, which we'll get into later, but it's still true to, you know, Natasha Romanoff being a spy. And, you know, obviously you're met with Yelena as a spy. You're met with other spies. 
And I really liked this part of the film. I thought this was really good. And it was keeping to the character that obviously we're all switching on to see, which is Natasha Romanoff or Black Widow. Um, and, you know, no superpowers. And then, yes, you've got that red mist thing. I could forgive it a bit because you need to have something. I think they could have done it maybe in a different way if they had maybe thought about it. Um, I, I'd give it a pass. I thought it was all right. But what we're getting into is, and I'm sure you're coming up to it, is the the Natasha and Yelena um, getting together. But I'll I'll let you keep going. Because... Yeah, you know what? This is a scene that, that kind of, you, you walk into a room and you see your sister and you start beating the shit out of each other. Well, she didn't know it was that her was sister. Fucking... Yes, yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yeah. Yelena, it was stupid. Yes, they both knew there was a sister. I, I I liked that scene. I thought that was a good scene. I hate that scene. Why would you go in and start beating the shit out of your sister, and then take a knife and start attacking her? I know they want to see all oh, cool hot chicks fighting. That's probably for the nerds masturbating in the corner. That's fine, but I'm sorry, it's stupid and childish because you're about to have these bandits come in. You know, which was a good scene. Um. Why not spend the money on giving us an earlier, a longer fight scene between the bad guys trying to break into the apartment than two sisters fighting each other who know what they look like. They know they're sisters. I think it was more a frustration thing more than anything for those two. No, no, I'm not giving that a pat. You know, Uh, I think that was the whole point. Like, it wasn't well written. Like, this movie as a whole for me, two words summing up, brilliantly bland. It's just, yeah, that that's this movie for me. It's It doesn't know what it wants to be. It wants to be an action. It wants to be a spy movie. It wants to be a comedy. It wants to be a superhero movie. And, but no, just, no, but no, no, no. Marvel films actually do they it right, are. usually. Usually it's an action superhero well, when's, when's with some comedy. When's the last Marvel film that you that saw works. when they start talking about a woman being, being her uterus being removed and her innards being removed and they all have a good laugh? But it... The, the, to be fair, Marvel do jump on the. Do you get my point though? So yeah, yeah, but they do jump on proper. They make a point of doing things that are going on in the world. Like I, if you if you watch Endgame, you know there's the part where suddenly all the women are together, and it's that you know. Oh no 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 character. no! That's, and, and and that that's was, okay. That's okay. Yeah, you're, you're and that's ta- fine. But you're talking the, trying... the the Me Too movement and all that. Yeah, that's and fine. Was, and, and they're doing that. So I didn't know whether this was something that they were trying to raise with. Yeah, and I did. I, I felt that it was done completely wrong. You know, doing a comedy skit is what how they handled it. And I think Colin kind of said that it's about the execution. They have there's something there, but they're they're just muddling. They don't know what they want to be. I think what this these guys were trying to do, and it, it plays a little bit like it, and I can see some smartness in it but it's muddled in a mess. It's they're trying to compete with um, winter soldier. Um, Cause you've got captain America and you've got the winter soldier and it plays like a spy film. But f- to me, winter soldier is the best superhero movie ever made. And that's what they were trying to do here. But the problem is they, they, they placed the humor wrong. They didn't know they it, it, all the humor fell flat, and you had instead of Winter Soldier, you had 
um, Black Widow's nemesis. Um, I, I, oh, Jesus Christ. The, the one you don't know the name of until you realize she's the one she tried to kill. Um, Antonio. Antonio. Um, she was the Winter Soldier. And there's a lot of... They try to do that same chemistry that the Roosters brothers did. But it falls flat. But that's an actual character from Marvel. That's Taskmaster. He is a brilliant character. Yeah, it doesn't even it doesn't even like from and I I know a bit about Taskmaster from the comic books and they are able to actually uh, call and keep me right mimic the one of the things they do is the mimic the fighting styles of the superheroes. Yeah, yeah, you don't get any of that. You do see it a bit. You see it a bit. When they first meet on the bridge, because they match Natasha. Yeah. You know, you would have needed, I personally think Taskmaster would have been better coming up against Captain America or better coming up against multiple characters and seeing the actual change. You know, Colin, it was was a bad, it was a a bad use of a possible good character. Like that could have been a strong multi-movie sort of arc villain. Because Taskmaster is able to manipulate and target multiple heroes at once. Um, but again, it's like, oh, no, we throw away the line in there for a movie. Like, this is this is the biggest thing for this movie for me, is it's actually a throwaway movie. Other than the very end credit scene, this movie does nothing to further the MCU because it's happened in the past. and doesn't set, It doesn't really set anything up for the future. Other than it's oh look we've got our new yeah Black but they Widow. also keep what everything open, you know they keep they keep Antonia's character alive where they're all like oh you know she's been done wrong and they keep her alive so you're like right she's gone she could possibly make a reappearance. Uh, Alexia's kept alive obviously because he keeps going on about fighting Captain America at some point. So to me you're going to get some form of. Flat, either flashback to them actually fighting or the two of them coming up against each other at some point. Um, so it doesn't, as you, yeah, I'm completely recalling this. Like, they must have known because it was set when it was set, they couldn't do much. But it's a, it's, it's open, it's kind of left that, like, let's open all the characters up so they can come back. We're not going to kill anybody off. You know, I'd be, I wouldn't even be surprised to see Drakov again. <laughs> the the Antonio uh, unveiling was fucking. I saw that too. The minute the story was told of how Black Widow, I I mean, what sucks because this film has such potential because you had Drakov who his own daughter gets blown up in the in the in the explosion, and then he makes her this this kind of RoboCop kind of character, which is kind of dark right there. Then you also have a scene where Black Widow, Natasha, tells her sister, yeah, I killed her. And Helena's like, but why? Well, she's collateral damage. And you have this, fuck, cool. She's kind of a badass. She's sticking to her roots. Black. And then two seconds later, they're making a joke about ripping out uteruses and, and flying. And I just, I, I was confused. Is this a comedy? Is this you? You're telling something so dark, and and, and I'm not doing the. Uh, maybe I'm not doing it justice. But am I wrong? This film could have been really dark, and and yeah, it could have been. Yeah. Which it could have been the 
nothing. Yeah, but it could have it could have been nothing that we've seen before by Marvel. But instead, it's the same template, just done badly. That's unfortunate because it shouldn't be because they had something there. I'll give you another example. You had David Harbour, who I love, again, we mentioned. And they go rescue him. He's been in a Russian prison. And all of a sudden, he's this nut job, crazy bastard. But yet, when he was in the beginning of the film, he was just, you know, he's he's an ex-superhero, the Red Guardian, and blah, blah. But now he's like a Looney Tune. Is that because he was in prison? Uh, by the way, that prison break was horrible. I'd never seen an avalanche take that long. Well, I've never seen an avalanche, yes, to be was. fair. But, but it also had some very poorly executed CGI in that scene as well. Yeah. Uh, there was the Natasha on the rope on the helicopter coming down thing. Fake as hell. And this movie, again, I feel like I'm really just beating on this movie. But it also had some of my most hated scenes in a movie. Yeah. The good old, like, running away from explosions scenes. There's at least three of them in this movie. And, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hate this movie. It's just. I, yeah, Billy Blind is not a bad comment. I'll give you that. But it's not boring. Yeah. Um, it's not, no, I wouldn't say it's boring. I just think it's, 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 it it's a. Fuck, it is brilliantly blind. <laughs> you can get through it. Yeah. Like, Chris, Chris nailed it. First, like, 20, 30 minutes, you're like, Okay, this is all right. There's, you know, Natasha out on her own, her sister doing her thing, you know, gutting that woman. It's kind of setting up an interesting story. It might actually be an intriguing spy action. And then they, once those two meet, you're just back into Marvel territory of cracking jokes. And then some seriousness, some darkness, but mostly throw in, just... Throw in an Easter eh. egg here and there. And a really, a really thin plot where you know... Everything's gonna be all right in the end, and there's no real, there's no real well, you know, drama it, because it, we all know it, Natasha's dead. Kind of had me going. I mean, I'll give you. I mean, the first quarter I was in, I was into the film. It was dark and creepy. Um, I was enjoying it, um, and then I liked the Lena banter. Uh, I didn't like some of the you know, the fight sequence between them two, and I, I was still going with it. But this is where the the train wreck started, and this is where all of our negatives start really piling on. It's when you find out that Melina's still alive. The well, the mother. I think they're the adoptive parents or the spy parents, whatever you call them. And twenty minutes of the worst dialogue I have ever heard in a Marvel film. They sat there with the pigs, and they sat in their kitchen. And this is when he's singing the song. This yep. whole scene should have been cut. But again, that. But I think that could have been. A dark moment where, like, they let the pig die it could have really gone dark. Because that's that's what you're meant to think about these, like, you know, the the kind of characters they are. They're Russian spies, from what we have heard about Natasha and her past. It's almost like I don't give a fuck about anybody. And the only real kind of thing that brought around was the likes of, you know, she has a relationship with Hawkeye. You, you actually see the relationship develop of her and um, Cap. Uh, but from what you hear from her before, when things are mentioned, it's almost like she doesn't want to talk about them, like she was a dark, evil person back then. And that would have been really good to get that just the whole way until the end, maybe, where, you know, the ending, you know, there's a sacrifice made. But, yeah, let, like, yeah, the pig scene was brutal. Could have been great. They could have they could have even done that scene differently where the, the mum even 
tries to take one of them out or you know like like there's no care like even though i was your mother and i looked after you for so long i can give a fuck about you you know that would have been a real dark russian spy kind of motive to have yeah and it was kind of hinted at with the double cross thing with the masks but again then it's just oh here we go and this could have been a better setup mission impossible actually nails it and that's a more modern day where this, this, well, this is modern day itself, but yeah, the, it was so predictable. I saw that coming a mile away when they switched. This film needed, this film needed to come out six years ago, maybe seven years ago, or to be set in a different point in the MCU. Maybe show us Natasha as the original Black Widow pre, like pre. Yeah, US show us what happened to her. Shield. Show us, show us her growing up. And I, I genuinely think. As I said, it's because this movie doesn't matter. They had no, they had to because they had to bring a new Black Widow, which will be it's going to be an all it's going to be an all woman universe. But, but why? We didn't need a new Black Widow. No one give like I know we are, and and just to push that point through that we're not going to see Scarlett Johansson again. She's suing Disney because her she? contract was based on box office, and they brought it out streaming. Oh, yeah. So that's it for the fact that she's suing Disney. Well, yeah, but yeah. the fact that they brought it out in Disney Plus, yeah, as, although you I, know, has obviously hit. Yeah, it's not box office revenue as such. The fact that she has been for me personally one of the best. I'm gonna say backup characters. Is that even the nice thing to say? Support characters. Yeah, support. And she has been one of the best, if not the best, support character in the Marvel universe. And the worst probable film that she's been in has been her own. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. I'll give you that. But we'll talk about that during our ratings in about a second here. All right, let's listen. Um, let's just wrap this one up. At the end, um, uh, sad moment when Yelena visits Black Widow's grave. All right, you know what, Chris? Let's just jump into this one. Chris, uh, final thoughts, what do you got? Okay, I'm going to repeat myself. I think this movie had the potential, even when, even when I heard about it being made, it had the potential to be class. It started off and I was like, oh yeah, this is going, this is going where I wanted it to go. This is, this is going to be good. It's going to be different. It's going to have a more human feel to it because she's no parse. They're, they're going to keep it quite, quite spy movie. And then it just reverts back to a shit version of a Marvel film. Um, you know, don't get me wrong, there's been, Marvel films have been absolutely brilliant, but this is kind of following the template, but following it badly and regurgitating a lot of stuff that's already been done before. I also think that they shot themselves in the foot with the timing of this movie. Number one, I think this movie should have been out years previous um, to give it a real, an easier right, if you like. Um and also the fact that it's come out now between, in my personal opinion, what has been two or three of Marvel's best work um, in WandaVision, uh, Winter Soldier, absolute unbelievable quality. And then you've got this and it's like, ugh. Uh, Marvel probably know that, you know, Marvel uh, fans will watch it. And you have to watch it. That's you know you can't not watch it if you've if you've watched all of Marvel's other films, you're going to watch this. Um, 
but it's just disappointing. To me, it's one of, if not the worst film in the Marvel Universe. In fact, not just film. Ah, yeah, I, I would go. I would go no. there. Yeah. It's it's definitely in the top three worst Marvel films. It's maybe not as bad as Hulk, but we're not kind of um, acknowledging Hulk. A lot of us aren't acknowledging Hulk in the, the Marvel Universe at the minute. Um, Actually, in all fairness, there isn't a Hulk in the Marvel Universe. You can't talk about... Well, there is. We need to talk Which about... No, yeah, yeah, but we need to talk about the uh, uh, the phases. They're different. Um, so those ones, those don't count. Eric Bana's ones is not, yeah, but Edward Norton Eric one does. Eric Bana's one, and there's the Ed Norton okay, one. Okay, well, that would be up there. The Ed Norton one does. I would rather watch The Hulk than this. I would piggyback directly onto that and say, yeah, 100%. Um, as a character, uh, Black Widow has had so much to offer and so much intrigue. And in some ways, maybe it's that better off, like, you shouldn't the the mystery and intrigue is better than the knowing um what because what they gave us just it wasn't worth it it either should have been done in phase one alongside iron man uh, or actually would have, it would have been phase two sorry because it was after iron man 2 when she was introduced i think that's right can't even remember what the phases are anymore couldn't care less at this point she was she was introducing she was introducing Iron Man two, as as Iron as Tony as Tony Stark's sparring partner. Yeah, so phase one, um, it would have been better as a movie then, just even how she got introduced, how she, like almost kind of what they did with, um, what's that other dull movie, um, Captain Marvel. That is, yeah, you um, know how I feel about that one. Rope it in, like, how did she meet Nick Fury? How did she swap to S.H.I.E.L.D.? Again, sort of a spy movie. Do it that way. Because at the beginning of the MCU, there was no great plot. Everything was like, look at the original Thor. Thor was shit. And and the Dark World was even worse. Cause, just because they were doing things. Like, the original Thor wasn't anything. Um... They could have just tried it. And as you said, we're getting WandaVision, Loki, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And yes, those are TV series, so you have more time to develop the characters and the plot. Give us that then. This could have been younger Natasha doing her spy thing in Russia, in the US, whatever. Or how she met Hawkeye instead of just giving us these little stories Show us that. Anything than what we got. Because it was just so bland. Just. Uh, it should have been. It should have been so. And. If guys you're listening to this. And you think we're giving it a hard time. Please do not spend money. On like a box office version like we did. Please wait till it's free. In however many months. Watch it then. Judge for yourselves. But your money for Disney Plus is better served going into brilliant shows like The Mandalorian, Loki. Those are great and they're fantastic storytelling and they further their universes. This did nothing. Can I, before, Kieran, before you give us your thought, can I just ask a question for all three of us? Or for all three of us. Um, do you think that. Uh, 
Black Widow and Hawkeye film together could have been better. As as Colin just said, to explain how they met and to go through some of their stories and not actually need to give us anything because we don't need anything because we know she's dead. So not to actually... I think the, I think the problem with that, there's a Hawkeye series coming out now. The guys who did Loki are doing Hawkeye. Um, so I yeah. don't think they wanted to... You know, but I, I agree with you 100%. I would, because you know their background, it would make more sense to have uh, Jeremy Rimmer in this uh, with with her. That would have been such a better film. It would have. But the thing is, we're now getting a Hawkeye story explaining where he's going. And I think there's, he's, I think he's now training a female his daughter. Hawkeye. His daughter. It's for the, the, yeah. The, what we're getting an all female event. No, what they're going for is what they did in the comics, which is the kids. So you'll get Tony Tony Stark's daughter will become Iron Man or Iron Woman. I know, but you get my point? Captain Marvel, you've got Yelena from Black Widow, you've got you'll Miss, Miss and they Miss Marvel, well. then you'll have it's an all female, trust me. Yeah, but they're they're bringing in sure. they're they're trying to bring in the kids, which they did in the comic book, so it'll be yeah, but it's all female. Is is the kids all female? I know Hawkeye's yes, daughter. Yes. Is there not? It's is there female. not one? Well, I mean, yeah. Still Peter, Peter, Peter Parker, Peter's meant. He's still a kid. Peter's he's, meant he's to. Yeah, yeah. I get Peter's. It. I don't. I, yeah. Again, I'm not disrespecting the female. I'm fine with that. But. And we are going to have female She-Hulk. Hulk, which she Hulk, not female. Actually, yeah, we're going to have She Hulk, and we're going to have a female Thor with Natalie Portman, which I just no. don't see. She is a. She was a horrible actress. She's a bad. Movies. She made one good film. It's called The Professional. The Notebook's all right. Um, oh no, she's not in the Notebook. Oh, Sorry, Jesus. she's not in the <laughs> Notebook. Know. Still all right though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> listen, uh, well, listen, listen, listen to this because you guys are just not getting it. Um, <laughs> I think this is <laughs> this is the guy who's watched it three times and missed massive chunks of the movie. Shit. <laughs> now listen. You got David Harbour, Rachel Wines, you know, you've got Natalie Portman, you've got the fucking Natalie Portman. You've got wow. Yeah, she's she was part of the reason this movie was born. She wasn't even anywhere near it. You got Way Winston, Scarlett Johansson, you got the beautiful Olga, but you cover in her face the whole time. Then when you do reveal her, she's got a scars on her. Um but listen, um this movie had such potential. They were trying to be Winter Soldier. That's it. There's you got. I mean, we can compare it to any other Marvel you want. They were trying to be Winter Soldier, um, and it sucks because yet it, it it's poorly directed. A young lady who directed it didn't know what she was doing, and that's just the way it is. Sorry. You, you had comic elements which are which are fine for a Marvel. Uh, the scene with the, the uterus being gutted and stuff, and the and the uh, the father, uh, the stepfather, I guess you can say, was making jokes. It was just like mm. this is kind of creepy. Um, it had, I don't know. It played like like a James Bond film. I mentioned Strongbark from Spy Love Me. I'm pretty spot on when I say that. But but James Bond was camp. It was good fun. He had, he enjoyed it. This is just somewhat disturbing. And then he had a 30 minute lull in the piglet farmland. <laughs> it was what the fuck. And the first 30 minutes, you had me. Yeah. All the way to when Lena killed. A fellow spy, a fellow assassin, gutted her, and she realizes what she was trying to hide, um, and then it just falls apart. 
it just loses direction. You're introduced to this guy who's kind of like Q, uh, Mason, um, who gets who gets you know all this stuff for her, and in, 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 it felt rushed, and it sucks because the the visual effects are spot on, the costume designs are spot on. Um, it's just it just seems every action scene had an easy outcome, if that makes sense. Yeah, no consequences, fights. <laughs> and they're fighting in the sky as the big fucking sky things falling on them, and nobody gets cut. <laughs> uh, I, I, and then you got the twenty minute conversation between her and the bad guy. You know, you know, you know, is that famous line where you have the bad guy always telling your story before he shoots him? He's like, just shoot him, and you'll get away with it. Yeah. Yeah, almost yes. that classic Bond villain thing of, I'm, I will kill you, but first let me tell you my evil plot. Um, it, it's just, God damn it. It has such potential. You needed a better director behind the helm. Period. That's it. Yeah, and, and, and writers. You need the Russo brothers to do this, who did Winter Soldier and all the rest of the stuff. You needed them. You needed a, you know, you needed a, 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 a Sam Mendes, who did Skyfall, to do this. Because Skyfall was very dark and disturbing, but it had some good humor in it, and this is what this was trying to do. But you've got the when when you when you mix and match it, and the humor became uncomfortable. That's a problem. Uh, it sucks. You're right because she's been in, she's been part of the universe probably longer than Captain America, and uh, she's been part of the industry. You know, she deserved a better send off. Um, but uh, what are you gonna do? It's not the worst Marvel film. The Hulk of Edward Norton is the wor- no Dark World Thor Thor Dark World is the worst Hulk no second Captain Marvel and then Thor which is funny to say that because the third Thor is probably one of the best Marvel films to come out well yeah that's because it actually did the opposite of the other Thors and got a sense of humor but in all fairness I enjoy all the Marvel films um, and Doctor Doctor Strange is up there I don't I, I don't like Doctor Strange. Really? No, Doctor Strange. They, I they, would, they yeah, basically I said that the new Doctor Strange, directed by Sam Raimi, um, is going to be close to an R rating. Very scary. Okay. Cool. Very hasty Lovecraft. Um, well, Chris, you've seen Loki, and I have, I have a sneaking suspicion given the finale of that. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah. You need you need to watch Loki. Well, in fact, you're going to need, you need to. to watch all three of them. It's unreal. It is one of the best Marvel TV shows right. ever. Loki was fantastic. It's probably one of the best things Marvel have ever done. Um, I think each how's, show how's, got better. So how's Winter Soldier? Me, I like Shaky I like Stark those two got better. Are they pretty good? Falcon and Winter Soldier was pretty good. Um, I still maintain, I think, like for me, taking over from Cap, yeah. morally, Sam is the better choice. It should be Bucky. physically, Bucky is, because other than that, yeah, you've just got Bucky. a normal that dude the comics in a suit. Well, they both do the comics, yeah. Well, they both do, so in, yeah, Bucky is Cap and some, Sam is Cap and some, and both work, but he's, if you're going to have a superhero... He's the one more steroided. Yeah, he is the physical match for Captain America. But morally, Sam is the correct choice because he Uh, is the right. I I think that 
the the, the, the Doctor Strange film is going to be probably up there. And I, again, oh, I don't want to tempt fate. I, it's going to be amazing. That that is going to be well. There's going to be so much, and I think that that might bring in well, the X Men. The room, well. the, the, the room, the, the way you know the, what's happening yep. is Spider Man. They, no they way just home. started. They just started filming the new Strange. Spider Man's wrapped, so that's going to be the intro for everyone else. So Doctor Strange is actually top one of the top buildings for the new Spider Man. Uh, better comments. Well, the way I think this is going to go then is Spider-Man springboards off the end of Loki. I might not actually bring in the uh, Kang that we're ready to see. I reckon you'll find the Kangs in more than one film. No. It's spoiler filled, this podcast. You know should know that by now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being here for Chris. Do I have to watch, um, do I have yeah. to watch Loki? It's, we've, we've I don't have got, to watch anything else but Loki. Yes. Yes. Enough? No, I yes. would watch uh, WandaVision. WandaVision I would, you stupid. have to watch all three. Wanda, uh, yeah, but WandaVision links into Doctor yeah. Strange as well. WandaVision uh, is stupid for the first two episodes. Out. I haven't even watched Mandalorian yet. What? Yeah, watch it first. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, no, watch Mandalorian. Well, anybody listening to this podcast, great. watch Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, watch Mandalorian, watch Loki, watch the MCU TV shows. Don't watch Black Widow. <laughs> uh, listen, we're going to wrap this one up really quickly here now. Um, it's unfortunate. We all feel kind of the same way. Uh, beautifully, beautifully shot. Incredible stunts. Great visual effects. Destroyed by poor execution of the story. Where the humor was supposed to go, where it wasn't. It doesn't It doesn't have the timing as the other universe does. As the rest of the Marvel Universe does. And I think we all agree with that. Uh, thanks guys for listening on. Listen, we're going to jump in. Going back to uh, HP Lovecraft style. We're, uh, we're going to talk uh, Shape of the Water. And then we're going to go back to the universe. We're going to talk Venom. And then we're going to talk Mortal Kombat. So we got a full lineup here. Well, we'll see how it goes. But listen, we got more followers. We got more growth in Germany. Thank you. And in Norway, fantastic. Six new followers there. In uh, no, when I say followers, people who've downloaded. And I hope you guys stay downloading us. We greatly appreciate it. We're at citizen underscore. Uh, sorry, citizen frame underscore podcast at Instagram. And, of course, on Facebook, Citizen Frame. Um, thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks, guys, for joining me. We're going to wrap the roll this one. And that's it. Thanks, guys. Bye.